0: Is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for today. I am the five star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time, as always, is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo, how are you doing tonight, Dalton?
1: Good. There was just enough of delay as our reset that I'm like, ah, is my is my audio unsynced again? But no, we're good. I was really afraid that that was going to happen. We're good though. New New Year, New Us
0: if it happens uh you know this early on uh, that's a plus you know <laughs> yeah. if it's minute if it's all right we're an hour and 10 minutes in we're on topic number 2 that's when we run into the problem yeah uh like you said new year new us and i think if you've been listening to us f- from the start or at any point in the past you know i want to give you my my pledge my word that this is a new era in nerdiest part of the ring we will be professional we will be consistent we will be no tangents, no side getting sidetracked with unrelated th- topics. It's not going to happen. This is going to be the most efficient. That's the word I was looking for: concise, professional podcast out there. Efficient uh, works from
1: yeah. Efficient's yeah. very good. Yeah,
0: it, clean, clean. Not like language-wise, but you know, just oh, no yeah. rough edges. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like that. We
1: like the wordy dirts. Nothing to get us canceled, but we do like the wordy dirts.
0: Well, yeah. And, you know, no talking over each other, no interrupted, like stuff like that. It's a it's a a thing of the past. No stammering, no ums, no uhs. Folks, this is a whole new year and it is a new year. And I hope you had a great I hope you had a great 2023. You had a great 2022 going into the 23. You had a happy new year. Uh, We are running a week behind already. So (laughs) if that tells you anything. But we're back, we're here New year, we're still on our bullshit (laughs) Absolutely This is our best of 2022 Our just our favorite things From the year 2022 In the world of wrestling And before we get into that And even though this is going to Essentially be just one big power of positivity Episode We start every week with the power of positivity And I'm cheating Because I can and it's my show Call a cop But don't you snitch Fucking narcs listening to us. Get out of here. (laughs) My My power positivity goes to 2022 as a whole, like, in the world of wrestling. Was there bad stuff that happened? Oh, God, yes. Of course there was. But, like, going through, like, as I was actually taking the time to, like, go through and see, like, what I wanted to add on my list of things, it was just like, holy shit. This was a killer year. Yeah. When it comes to, like matches and stories and things like that like i this was a great year of wrestling so shout out to 2022 yeah part of you was terrible but part of you was really solid so
1: and that's about all you could ask for i feel like overall like 2022 as a whole was a lot more dope than 2021 or 2020 like put together which was weird because it kind of felt like a mag year but i'll take a mag year over the unmitigated shit shows we had you're not wrong. Um, I do have a power positivity, and this is from 2023. Uh, starting out the gate, I'm gonna give the power positivity this week in wrestling from to Mattel, uh, and I, we may talk about more playing with ourselves if we get to it. But they just re released a figure that I sold off like a year and a half ago. That like after I did it and I got the replacement for it, I was like super bummed out because I definitely downgraded. It and they're like, hey, we're re releasing it, and not only does it mean I get a chance to. Fix my stupid mistake. It pissed off a lot of scalpers or like resellers. I won't say scalpers. It pissed off a lot of resellers. And that is, it's, that's the shit I live for.
0: Yeah. That's when you, when you buy something with the express purpose of just flipping it for a profit, like you don't get to be mad about stuff like this.
1: Yeah. That's and, just, it, and I'll mention the figure later. Cause it's super dope. Like I'm happy they're doing it, but yeah, Mattel also like the shit that I've been getting, like I just got the new day, uh, woods and Kingston in their, uh, he man or masters of the universe gear. And like, I don't even care about that IP, but it's super dope that we got that in figure form. And like, well, and again, this will fold into playing with ourselves. 2022 was such a dope ass year in action figures for me uh, that Mm. I just like, uh, it was a good year. I mean, it was a very expensive year, but it was a good year.
0: I will. And I, I, this is something that I legit meant to ask you before the show. So we're not going to talk about it on the air, but I am going to tease an announcement for the show. Uh, the playing with ourself segment is getting a rebrand. (gasps) There's going to be, there, there is going to be a new name, uh, for it just because like, it's funny and it's juvenile and I'm not going to lie. Like it does make me laugh sometimes, but at the same time, like I, the, this other thing that we have in the, in the works is going to be better. I think. Yeah. So. Um, You can be on the lookout there for our action figure dedicated segments and play sets and shit. So um, if you, since you did a 2023 one, that makes more sense. And it did remind me of the thing that I guess would have been my power of positivity. And that's Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Oh Uh, my God. The, the, I know now I know how Martha Stewart felt line after spending like four hours in jail. (laughs) Like the way he has been allowed to just be a complete, dork
1: like and just i saw a tiktok i think it was last night where it was just like are we all just okay like i i'm completely okay with the fact that the judgment day is just the dorky version of the nwo because it's the best thing that it could have been like compared to what it was before this is like peak physical form judgment day where it's just yeah. they are just leaning into the fact that they are fucking cheesy and i i i love it so much i almost made sammy Zayn his own category for the 2022 (laughs) list just so I could give it to Dominic Mysterio this year. Like Mm -hmm. I was going to make a category last year so I could make, so I could do give him something this year. Cause God, every time I see him on screen, my face instantly lights up.
0: It's, it's such a good call too. like not trying to make him a menacing, like genuine threat. Like they still protect him pretty solidly, like in the ring. But, like, you know, him not going, being presented as, like, this ruthless killer. Yeah. <laughs> him being presented as a dork. And him leaning into it. Uh, like, it's unironically, like, I, I get the feeling that if if the pace continues, that w- we will be talking about him in our best of
1: 2023. Yeah. Um, in our, our friend group chat, whenever I mentioned, um, Mom Slapped Mommy well, hands down, like, I hope that's my dying thought. Because in that mm-hmm. whole Thanksgiving, like, I think it was the Thanksgiving one where that happened, where they were invading the Mysterio household. The fact that that got said out loud and he did it without laughing, like, Dominic Mysterio does not get the credit he deserves just for being the c- comedic genius he is. Yeah, uh, just like, killing it. And also yeah.
0: props to Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah. For for being, for just, like, because that is a one-two punch. Yeah. Of just, like, oh shit, they've got something there. Yeah, and
1: it's funny because, like, like a year ago, she was the ruthless killer. And now, mm-hmm. granted, like... And she still, still kind of is. is. Yeah, no, she definitely is, like... They haven't made her goofy. uh th- They haven't made her as goofy. But so they dude, made her just goofy enough to work with Dominic. And it's it's phenomenal. Like, it's beautiful work on there on WWE's end. So,
0: do you remember the old Tom and Jerry cartoons? Yeah, yeah. Where, and the Bulldog... That was like would just murder Tom. Yeah, like at a moment's notice, like it was just on sight. But then, like you could see Jerry like curled up in a little ball, like on his back, taking a nap. Yeah, that's Rip Ripley's the bulldog, and Dominic is Jerry, (laughs) just like (laughs) his own personal guard dog. Um, before we get into the the our favorite stuff from twenty twenty two, obviously it has been a very Interesting two weeks, not even two. We are 12 days into the new year, and shit's hit the fan. Stephanie McMahon has stepped down as co CEO. Vince McMahon has been reinstated as executive chairman of the board through his shares. There is a lawsuit that's already been. Put in place we've already dealt with like a 12 hour f- internet twitter freak out that wwe had been sold to saudi arabia's uh investment fund it's going crazy um <laughs> we are aware of it we will talk about it like granted like right now there's really not a whole lot to talk
1: about yeah except other the than whole just yeah, like, vince is now back in the fold that's right. the only thing we know for sure and he did it by the most fucking vince mcmahon on-screen character way he could have yeah like, on,
0: like <laughs> he he saw what happened and he's like I'm gonna do my own January 6th
1: <laughs> yeah. So He's like wait Jeff congrats. Jarrett's back in a company I can be back in a company I um, saw I saw on Reddit they called it the
0: Vince <laughs> and just like oh He didn't even need he didn't even need Sean O'Hare to pull
1: it off this time. Rest in peace. He didn't. Sean O' so Yes, we, he has passed away. I had to think about that one. I was like, is that the one I'm thinking yeah. of? Yeah, he is. Um but yeah, no, like that's the only thing that we can definitely like speak on but even that's kind of like a nebulous topic because
0: there's no there's no concrete information because like so far so and i'm under oh my go ahead in the week's time that we'll do next by the time we do next week's episode there might be more information for us to actually be able to like latch on to and discuss outside of just you know the generic man fuck vince
1: yeah but i mean that's been so good for the last 25 years that um Ah, uh, when did the steroid scandal happen? It's been a good excuse for the last thirty years, uh, to latch on. When did on to. he
0: shut down all of the uh, territories? It's and been a good steal the company out of his dad.
1: It's been a good talking point for the last forty-two years. Um, <laughs> i just yeah, keep, That everybody. number's gonna keep getting bigger until he's been born Is it seventy-three years. I don't know, but um, uh, yeah, no, like. I hope we do get, I almost said like, hey, can we get a hold of apron work and we can just do like a fucking hour, like a multiple hour long, just discussion about this. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like I have a lot of feelings about it one way or the other where like I felt bad for Steph, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, ah, nope, I don't see the good in that too. Um, like on her end, because yeah, once I thought about it, I was like, no, she became co-CEO because her dad had to resign. And now all of a sudden that he's reinstated, she stepped down. That's like, that's not suspicious at all um but yeah no there's like a lot to it that we need more info on that's just right now Mm -hmm. it's all speculation yeah where do you want it wait a minute really quick where do you want it to get sold to if it gets sold if the company gets sold
0: i mean i don't is the thing is if it if it go if it gets sold i hope it goes to someone who gives a shit yeah but with a corporation this size and a sale that big it's impossible yeah because what i would because you know in my opinion, the last 6 months have been a markedly better experience as a wrestling fan. Yeah. When it comes to WWE's product under the new regime, and I don't want it to be a, you know, be sold to a company that worst-case scenario is going to let Vince take over creative control again or have really any say in the company at this point or think that they need to then get involved. Yeah. You know, do we do we need pe- like people who know nothing about wrestling trying to dictate how a wrestling show works.
1: Yeah. that so weird.
0: that's, uh, you know, I I'm, don't, I, you know, uh, the, the one argument that I've seen that I kind of agree with is like, if it goes to Disney, there would be benefits because like, okay, you could do,
1: we could the, get the network they would probably
0: back. have, they would probably have the budget there you know, I would love if it meant that instead of it being on Peacock, like if it goes to maybe Disney plus, I just want the or, network back or That's, just, yeah, or just have the network reinstated completely. I would yeah. be super on board with that. Cause they could make more you money putting a, the network back. Yeah. You could do a physical hall of fame at, Disney. you world. know, either Disneyland or Disney world or both. So that like, would
1: be cool shit. Uh, I just want the, uh, I just want the MCU directors to start writing creative for shows. Uh, no, not all of them. God, just no. no, no, just Taika Waititi. That's the only one I want. I just want oh, him God to no. write it. No, no, I just want a couple of weeks. It'll be great. It'll be it'll be the funniest thing I've seen in a while. Um, I'm cool with anarchy every once in a while, and if Disney buys it, let's go. Um, I also I'm with you. I don't want the company to get sold, but uh, all signs are pointing to Ching. So I don't yeah. know. Um, but, but yeah, we'll no. talk.
0: About, we'll 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 have a more in depth conversation about that next week. You know, we'll also talk about. Um, uh, Mercedes Monet debuting at New Japan, uh, the lack of the appearance at AEW, which I told Dalton before the show started. Like they advertised the match as Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus uh, Soraya and Tony Storm. Yeah. So if you were upset that the match wasn't that, it's kind of on you. You know, it, there's a much there's a much more nuanced conversation, like I said, and we'll probably talk about it next week, about whether, you know, what AEW did to, to set those expectations with the little winks and nods that they did in the, you know, weeks leading up to it. But the, ultimately, the match that they advertised is the match that happened. And in pro wrestling, that doesn't always happen. So, yeah, you, you got to kind of, you know, you, you you kind of got to take some responsibility there if, if yeah. you're mad.
1: Oh, uh, and but, only because you said AEW, congrats to the Jaguars for uh, making it to the playoffs this year. That's only wrestling related because of the owners. And Tony Khan just looks so fucking happy that the Jaguars, for the first time and for fucking ever, made it to the playoffs. They're probably going to I gonna know
0: get- the Jaguars, I know it's notable because the Jaguars it, being terrible was a huge uh, character point on The Good Place. Yes. And that is my touchstone to football. No, you like the Dolphins. I, I mean, I like the Dolphins, but I couldn't tell you anything about them except for the fact that apparently the NFL wants to murder their quarterback. <laughs> like yeah, just, like, they, they wanted able to, see, to see that dude in a wheelchair. They wanted so. to see
1: a Varsity Blues if that actually could happen to somebody. Um, yeah.
0: Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but again, more on stuff next week. And again, it also plus it kind of gives us a nice little cushion of okay. So we don't maybe say we dumb will, shit
1: out of turn. Like
0: yeah, and like you know we can we can maybe some more information will come out that we'll actually have access to real information. So jumping into our favorite things from 2022, if this is your first time listening to one of our, cause we've been doing them with like PWU and we did it last year for nerdy's part. But if this is your first time listening to one of our year end shows, we don't, we don't rank them. We don't have a best of this is just like, we've got different categories, but it's just a, us spending some time, gushing about the things that really stood out in the world of wrestling to us. And it was just our favorite stuff to happen. You know, if if you think we missed something, obviously hit us up on Twitter. Let us know. Uh, let, just tell us what you what your favorite parts of 2022 were, because like I said, there was so much to like this year. And obviously, you know, people have different tastes, but we, if we just because we don't talk about something doesn't mean that we didn't like it. It just means that we may have just forgotten it because. My list is very long for stuff.
1: And again, the way the last three years have been, we've been dealing with the last two decades. So that's just how time's been the last couple of years. So it's very possible that we just forgot shit. Yeah. Like
0: I tried, I tried to like look up and I, I, I did try to keep like a running note uh, uh, or running Google page of just like, hey, this is my match of the year contenders. This is my promo of the year contenders. And I like, I forgot about it. Like by probably...
1: Mar- April okay I was about to say I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that now that you said that out loud but like I'm gonna be real I'm gonna forget about it by like tomorrow so yeah.
0: <laughs> so um let's start with best promo of the year just because I forgot to include when I sent Dalton the list of topics I forgot to include this one um and I don't know why but we he he was like oh I have one right off the top of my head and I told him I guaranteed him that it was on my list and not only was it on my list it was the one, like it was one specific one. And so there is an action figure on the line here because if it's not this one, then I owe him a figure. And,
1: and Dylan, this is why you got a random text message two minutes before we started recording, buddy. So like <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be the, the referee on this one, whether or not ASOs be an action figure.
0: And the reason that I'm almost the more I think about it, the more I wonder it's not this is because it's less of a wrestling promo and more of just like an actual like speech by someone. But the face you're making tells me I am right. Mhm. Because the first one I have on my list is John Moxley's return after going to rehab.
1: Son of a bit. Well, good news is, is you don't have to buy me an action figure now cuz yeah. I I loved that promo so much cuz like it was it was so hard. it was a real it was See, here's the issue with me and Asa. And, well, more so me. Well, no, both of us is mm-hmm. if a if someone has to have an actual human moment in the ring, that's gonna win our moment of the like that's gonna win our either promo and or moment of the year. Uh Daniel Bryan returning. Also Daniel yep. Bryan retiring. Um yep. I'm pretty sure that won both for I don't know if we were recording yet. No, no, we were because he had that like couple years that we didn't know if he was gonna be able to return and then he retired. So we mm-hmm. were doing PWU at the time. And then his return was also PWU, and I think that won my promo of the year both times yeah um,
0: romans i'm in remission y'all yeah like, like yeah that was so also
1: har- like it, it was an actual human moment and it's one of those things like and it's not like promoting a match no no no. it's it's well, not a I character mean, development moment he did necessarily. he did like end up promoting how he was like the shit he said at the end about like i'm just i'm not here what huh, i'm here drinking blood now or some shit like that
0: i'm here the only thing i drink I is man, the blood of my enemies
1: yeah and, like, it God was, the, damn, it, was the the, it was the precursor to the Blackpool Blackpool Combat Club, because, like, that kind of shit led in with Danielson. And <laughs> that was probably, like, one of my favorite things of 2022. If the ending hadn't have happened with Regal the way it did, if we did a faction, I would be arguing that they were the most entertaining faction for me all, all year. Um, I just... That promo had so much emotion to it, because it was real. And, uh... Again, and I'm always props to putting a motherfucker in their place. The fact that it started with that stupid piece of shit saying, get that drunk out of the ring. And -hmm. he told that guy to go fuck himself. That, like, I remember I was watching it live, because I have Sling, and I was texting you. And I was just like, holy shit, Moxley just said, go fuck himself on a live microphone. Tony Khan is going to be writing that check with a super big smile on his face. Yep. Because, like, oh man, I felt bad for Tony Khan last year, the amount of times he had to write the FCC a check. Mm -hmm. Because it was more than once. But yeah, no, that was definitely my promo of the year. Just because, like, it was was a real moment, and that's a cheat code for me. Um, Yeah. Because, like, and it was a very powerful moment. Like, he had just had the kid, he had that book coming out, and then he went into, like, responsibly went into rehab to fix his own problems. Um, Mm -hmm. And as, as, for all reports, has come back fucking better than ever, putting in the best work of probably his whole career all year. Like, if you just go through his who's who of what he accomplished, like... Moxley fucking killed it. And it all started with that promo. And I'm super bummed that I'm not wanting an action figure off of that. But you know what? Good job, Asa, You know me really well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's it, like you said, it's, it's a cheat code and it is a, you know, do you even consider it a promo? Yeah. Because it was, it, it was a genuine, you know, just a chance for him to address the crowd in a very real way. Yeah. Like that was there. There, there were obviously John Moxley elements to it, but that was a John good moment. Yeah. You know, same kind of thing with like the other one, another one that I have on my list, um, is Bray Wyatt's return promo. Like that was another one that he, his was a little bit more intertwined in character development and like setting the stage for what he's been doing so far, like his stuff with LA Knight and his stuff on Smackdown, excuse me. Uh, and uncle howdy, but like his, when he came back when the, when, that whole that whole buildup where you know the white rabbit stuff where they were genius where they played it only at live events and during commercial breaks mm-hmm. so they didn't, didn't actually have to pay to use the song, but the that series of just like the lights going out like all of the the funhouse characters showing in the ra- like it was such a cool moment yeah and the promo that he cut when he did cut his promo about like. All of the, the, the friends he'd lost, because, you know, talk, mentioning Brody Lee, um, his friend that wasn't involved in wrestling, but he lost, like, one of his best friends as well. Uh, you know, the crowd being, like, the fans kind of helping save him. Like, that was another, like, there were genuine parts to it Yeah. that I just thought was, it was super cool to see. Because it was one where it was like, well, shit, you like, how are you going to fire this dude who's moving so much money, he's so good, he's constantly one of the most talked about parts of your show, and then they just let him go. So hmm. I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was a, a really good, like it was a really strong return promo. And the
1: guy that fired him just came back. Oh, sorry. My bad. I shouldn't be that yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't you be that person. You, this is a happy moment. So, this is a happy show. I'm sorry. On,
0: <laughs> someone on Twitter was like, so if you're uh, on yesterday, on Wednesday, someone's like, so if you're William Regal, do you just go back to AEW? Like, do you just go into dynamite and act like George Costanza? Like, you did?" yeah. <laughs>
1: that was i saw that one too it's like are we just should he just go do that because i feel like that's a better idea that's fantastic
0: um another one that i'm kind of that i this is the one that i thought might be the uh, a different one or like but it would be on with the list um really any of the mjf and cm punk exchanges
1: so the only other one that i would have considered promo of the year and again this was more of a segment like a vignette thing but it was uh before death before dishonor uh the two on two tables uh like Face-off between uh, FTR and the Briscoes. Those were the two that stuck out in my head the most. Um, outside of Sami Zayn's goofiness. Because, like, honestly, Sami Zayn also could have won my promo of the year. But, like, it actually would have been, like, actually wrestling promos for once. Like, his mm-hmm. whole his whole uh, Johnny Knoxville thing, uh, all of the promos leading up to that were gold. Even, actually, Johnny Knoxville also could have won my promo of the year when he said, You're on Snookums. Like, it was shit like that that, <laughs> like... <laughs> Because I like goofy shit. Like, I'm a big fan of goofy shit in wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, no, uh, Sami Zayn, honestly, if you were to give me like an actual promo, like what I thought, it would either go to the the pre, pre-Death Before Dishonor like vignette with uh, Briscoe's and FTR before their second match. I think it was the Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Sami Zayn leading into anything Sami Zayn led into uh, WrestleMania this year. Because yeah. those were my favorite moments. Those were so fucking goofy. Uh, except for the AFTR Briscoe's ones. Those were badass. Like those were amazing. Um,
0: but yeah, I loved. I like the MJF CM Punk story as a whole. It was so um, good. MJ, MJF kind of like when he he MJF is very very good. But I like him when he's doing shit like the like with the CM Punk where it wasn't just the cheapest of cheap heat. Like, him being like, no, you leaving fucked me up. And, like, I'm as terrible of a person as I am because of you. Yeah. Like, that was interesting. It was good. But, you know, him coming out and doing a fucking racist ass, we speak American here. Like, oh, fuck yourself. That's weak.
1: who did he do that to? Uh, Takeshita. Oh! Oh, La- yeah. Literally last, literally last night. Yeah, I forgot. Well, see, I was last night, I was barely watching. Uh, mm-hmm. That being said, Takeshka and fucking Danielson last night. Yeah. Oh boy. Because like the go second ahead, I, put that on your go ahead and put that on your list. Yep, we're gonna say it's an early 2023 match of the year. Because <laughs> uh, I did hear Shivani or one of the announcers say that about that match. But like, I mean, we could already say it's match of the year, and I was like, we're fucking eleven days in. Just let's <laughs> let's let it breathe a little bit. <laughs> so
0: far, sure. Yes. So, so far. Year, so far. So
1: far. That is definitely the best match of 2023. But mm. we we are. Less than a tenth of the way through.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, th- this whole feud, you know, CM Punk is is CM Punk. MJF has the ability to be truly incredible. Um, I just think, you know, I I, I don't want to say it's lazy, but man, that it, it's just so much of his stuff is just kind of like so low hanging fruit. Yeah, but and the thing of it is... when you see shit like this, when you see promos like this and you're like, man, you were capable of so much more. And yeah. granted, you can't go out and do that level of personal... And that level of, that intense, every single week.
1: Yeah. I mean, he tried with the William Regal thing, and then he, like, had to mention that he contemplated suicide. And I was like, that was a bit much. That mm-hmm. was, that was honestly, that probably could have been my promo of the year up until that point. And yeah. it's not even, like, I'm not even trying to sound like, I just don't like whenever we have to throw in suicide in a fucking wrestling angle. Like, yeah. that, that feels Especially a bit. Especially
0: when you look at the history of pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, I was like that feels, like, a bit. A little bit much. It was it was a great promo exchange back and forth. William Regal saying, "I, you hit you hit people with that ring because you need to win. I hit people. I I use these because I like to hit people. That was the dopest. That was the most gangster shit I had I, heard all year.
0: I see that, and I counter you with the. It was a video package that they did for the Blackpool. Comic yeah, I know part. which one you're talking about. <laughs> and it was, and the line was like, if we had a knife, we wouldn't stab you. Because it wouldn't hurt long enough. Yeah. Like something to that effect. Like we would cut up your face because it would leave the scars and like you would feel it longer. Yeah. Like what the, f that is some sociopathic bullshit. Yeah. And I am very in. Again. Because if this it... was still, I'm pretty sure this was still, it was just Regal, Moxley and Danielson. Yeah. They hadn't added Wheeler. They hadn't added uh, Claudio
1: yet. It's one of those things that like, again, if it hadn't ended the way it did, stable of the year, Bloodline be damned. It was Black Blue oh. Combat Club all day for me, baby but it's what i say
0: it sounded like you said black club
1: i mean there's a solid Comeback chance club. wrestling with articulation we've gone over this before
0: yep um but yeah uh, other ones that i had on there were um the dax Harwood's fight like an eight-year-old girl Ooh, promo was yeah that was really really good and the payoff on that was just like <laughs> fucking chef's
1: kiss <laughs> yeah. fuck um, you sanjay dutt
0: <laughs> yeah with him with his daughter getting to, to, to mess up sanjay um Eddie Kingston's full gear pre-show. Oh up, God, that was so great. Where he is like, how much time I got Bryce? Why, why are we even talking? By the fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. Just,
1: I think it was uh, by the goddamn pay-per-view. I think is what yeah, it by was. By the goddamn pay-per-view. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, the last one that I have on here is,
1: uh, Jay's just not feeling very oozy right? I now. was there live for that one. And I mm-hmm. need you to know, and I might've told this story. I was there live. Uh, and my friend at the time, uh, was high as balls. And he thought it was the funniest thing. And I was like... So did everybody in the ring. Yeah, well, and I was just like, what? And then I saw Jay and Roman just trying not... See, Jimmy has the best job in all the bloodline. Because he gets to be the happy one. Like, he... Like, Solo's job sucks. Jimmy gets to just smile the whole time. He gets Mm -hmm. to be goofy. Um... But like that whole segment as a whole, like I don't give a, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. And lead, like leading into it, that whole segment was awesome. I just like the UC thing didn't click automatically, but the second that I realized, ah, oh, Sammy just sold a thousand shirts if they were mm-hmm. here right now. Like if they had that ready, like all those shirts were done. Like all those shirts are gone. Um, because like, and that was also Sammy Uso and like that whole St. Louis crowd would not shut up that night with all that stuff, and it was awesome. Like, yeah, it was dope as hell. That was a good one. Feeling he's yeah. not feeling very oosy. He's
0: just not. He's just not feeling very oosy. <laughs> is is uh, that so, the problem, Jay? Are you not feeling <laughs> oozy? Oosy?
1: <laughs> Jay. And Poor I, Jay. I love
0: it too. The when Roman breaks, it almost adds a more interesting layer to his character. Yeah. Because it, it kind of humanizes him in a way. Yeah. And it and it, it, it's more dynamic than just, like, always angry, always intense. Yeah. Like, no, he's capable of laughing.
1: But and also, like, that's more sociopathic to me. Just so yeah. you know, laughing Roman scares me more than any kind of Roman.
0: Yeah. Because so he's... He, don't he, we'll be talking a lot about Roman, I feel like. Oh, yeah. In the, in, in the, in the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, so that's all I have for promo, unless you thought of anything else that
1: nope. stood out to you. You won the bet, so we're good. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what Favorite event or pay-per-view?
1: So, uh... I... Oh, go ahead.
0: I've got three, just because, like, the, they were the three that really, really stood out to me. Okay. Um, they're really... I don't think there were many bad shows between AEW, Ring of Honor, or even really WWE. Like, a lot of those premium live events. The only thing we've ever really criticized, like the worst parts of these shows is like the pacing of them Mm -hmm. because like the shows last forever. And it's just like one hit after another, after another, nothing has time to breathe. Whereas WWE has the exact opposite problem of they have the peacock ads. Mm -hmm. So like there's like five minute stretches between matches or segments. And it's just, it's, it's weird. But um, overall, I thought WrestleMania this year was
1: fantastic. So, and I and I'm only saying that because I'm looking at my list right now. Mm-hmm. Um, are you saying like both nice as a whole? Yeah. Okay. Because so um, I can I can just tell you mine really quick because I have three as yeah. well. Um, I have all out this year, even yep. after all the bullshit that happened post um,
0: the the brawl pre, out the the all out presser pre show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God damn it! Uh, WrestleMania Night One. I loved mm-hmm. night one. And that was the one I didn't even get to watch live because I was wrestling that night. Yeah. Um, that was a really, really cool. And that was Becky Bianca. And that match, like, mm-hmm. well, I'll talk about and it
0: later. Cody's And Cody's return. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and then, uh, so all out, WrestleMania night one. And I really, really dug death before Dishonor. And I think it was yeah. because, like, it felt like if Ring of Honor had more of a budget and it was, like, our first really getting to taste that, Mm-hmm. And minus the whole championship match being first in the whole fuckery post that I love Daniel Garcia, Wheeler, Wheeler, you to God that mm-hmm. match rocked my socks. Um, and then that had like, we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the, so I also had all out on mine for best show. Um, and then the other one that I had was forbidden door.
1: Yeah. That was another great one.
0: Like that was just like, that was such a fun concept um you know the build-up to it was was what it was like it's hard to build a show like that on weekly television when not all of the participants are even in the country so like but for what for what it was it was fantastic um the reason that i did wrestlemania night two and night one is because as a whole there were both like such high moments so like the you mentioned uh Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch from night one Cody Rhodes's return and his match against Seth Rollins was night one um Austin versus Owens
1: that was, was night, night one. one
0: yeah like that those were all a ton of fun um but then night two had I liked the RK bro versus um Street Profits and Alpha Academy for what it was that was a really good match like yeah. it was it, it, it was really really solid um Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn was night two
1: the ghost
0: an absolute fucking looney tunes match edge and aj styles i really liked and even like pat mcafee and austin theory
1: was it was a good match. Better. Yeah.
0: It, it it was fun for what it was until it became like, not fun and then it became really yeah. fun
1: yeah, uh shout out <laughs> and again, like Austin stunning everybody will always be a crowd favorite, but him throwing the beer to Pat as he already was selling the stunner and then trying <laughs> to drink the beer while selling stun that like Pat McAfee doesn't get enough credit, man. Uh I love that man with my whole heart. Uh but yeah, no, like I I just night one overall for WrestleMania was a lot more enjoyable for me than night two. And I think mm. I just and this boils down to I hate multiple night pay per views. I understood it in 2020. Like, I totally got it then because, <laughs> like, they had all this shit pre-taped anyway. So, yeah, let's just make it work. Um, but them having WrestleMania on two nights now is, like, it's, I mean, it's probably good for the fans because they don't have to sit through, f- like, 10 hours of wrestling like we did at WrestleMania 34. But, like, you're still having to sit through, like, six hours a piece on two different nights if you got both tickets. I just liked night one a lot more than night two
0: yeah that's fair yeah. i just i i put it together as one event just because like i think i probably also liked overall as like as a whole night one better than night two yeah but there was such there was enough stuff on night two that i really really liked yeah that it just kind of added to it um all out we got um there's a ton of stuff to love there the initiative um finals and the tournament to name the inaugural trios champions elite versus hangman in dark order the match itself was super great. I didn't love the story that they kind of told about it, but, like, the match itself was really good. Um, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed, that Woo! first match. Holy shit. Just... That's what really... That was a claims yeah. like, coming out
1: party. And they lost. Just, that was the yeah. best part. Like, that was whenever they were really... Like, they were over before that match, yes. But that mm-hmm. was, like, the, oh, my God, we gotta do something with these guys moment. Like... Yeah, like the iron is now officially scalding hot. Like we, like you got to do something with them.
0: Yeah, to to see that like that moment kind of crystallize live, yeah. was awesome. Uh, Tony Storm beating Britt Baker to win the uh, AEW Women's Championship, But that that was awesome. Um, I really loved the Chris Jericho Brian uh, Danielson match.
1: Yeah, that was a really good one too. Like
0: that was just a fantastic match. Um, the. Darby Allen, Sting and Miro and House of Black. Even though again, like I really wish it would have been more of a focus of Miro and House of Black. Um and then Sting and Darby <laughs> kinda of showed up but, like whatever.
1: The Pagans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Pagans. And then the uh pre show had uh Pac and uh Kip Sabian.
1: That was a which was ignorant match. That was so much fun to watch.
0: And it was Eddie Kingston versus Ishii.
1: Yeah, and that again, I hate that AEW puts my favorite part of the shows on the pre show. I should love yeah. it except that means I don't have to pay for it. But Eddie Kingston versus a Japanese legend here, those mm-hmm. matches rock. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And then, um... what was your... You, you said all, oh, and then Death Before Dishonor. The ROH show were all super strong as well. Like mm-hmm. those, that, those, the both of the, both of the, or I guess all three, although I think one of them happened in 21. But the FTR Briscoe's matches. Uh, both of the Yuda Garcia matches. Oh
1: God. They just, those like yeah. both of those combinations of matches, those guys just really like, it's the understanding of how to do their fucking job mm. and like, oh my God, I love, you could, you could give me FTR versus Briscoes every day of the week. And I would be like, what new shit are they going to do? I don't want to. Cause one of them will end up dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's something significantly worse than just a broken ass.
1: <laughs> I love Dax so much. <laughs> I need to listen to his podcast. I'm not going to lie. I want to listen to it. I just haven't gotten a chance to yet.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go into favorite. Speaking of FTR, this ta- transitions into it. Uh, tag teams.
1: What you think? Of F- year. Do you think FTR is my favorite tag team of the year? I mean, probably not. Yeah. Because uh, like,
0: they're good at wrestling.
1: Yeah fuck you so. uh <laughs> who, who do you have well no no i'll do this one i'll say my three and then i'll let you say your three because i feel like we're gonna be oh three i this. have more than three you have more than three see i kept it to three except for the action figures okay well then see
0: i didn't I, I, it was legitimately and we don't have to spend like a ton of time on each one it was just like i because I, I did try to rein myself in i have one, two, three, four, five, I have six.
1: okay i have four i have three so mm-hmm. uh i'm sure i'm gonna cover your th- three of yours right now uh probably FTR, The Acclaimed, and The Usos.
0: Yes. Yeah, alright, see, I assumed,
1: because like if I'm only doing three and you're doing six and we kind of like almost the exact same thing in wrestling sometimes, I'm willing Mm -hmm. to say if you did that for everyone, I have it covered. Or you have me covered, yeah. So who was your other three?
0: uh, My other three were The New Day, because like even if they didn't have a traditionally like outstanding year fuck the they New became is always going to be on my tag team yeah list
1: i mean shit they got they became grand slam tag team champions fucking that back yeah. in 2022 like in mm-hmm. a move that i didn't see coming like By i didn't
0: beating the team another team that's on here pretty deadly mm-hmm. uh i didn't know a ton about them until they showed up in nxt and from the moment they showed up on nxt i was like holy shit i'm in mm-hmm. uh i'm super they did they had some fun matches but also they are just like Anytime I see them on NXT, I'm just like they need to be on the main roster.
1: Yeah, I like, I'm not as familiar with them, but I like their shtick way more than I I liked the uh, Fashion Police, and that's saying something because I fucking loved the Fashion Police. I love a goofy tag team, and yeah. I love a goofy heel tag team. Um, and again, I stopped watching NXT like in 2021, but mm-hmm. you had kind of got me to start watching Pretty Deadly. And then that match yeah. that they had, um, was it that weird elimination one at Worlds Collide? Oh, shit, Worlds Collide also could have been on my my show of the year. Uh, yeah. That was also a really good one, because I was like, oh, I really like Pretty Deadly. Like, that was the one thing that stood out for me in that show. Because, like, all mm-hmm. the people I wanted to win didn't win, because I was NXT UK. So, like, I had a really bad night. um, <laughs> But it was a, I liked them a lot.
0: Yeah, they're fantastic. And then the last team that I have um, is the Creed Brothers, another NXT team. Just like they are inhumanly athletic.
1: Yeah, their body shouldn't work the way they do.
0: And just like Julius specifically, like Brutus is good, but Julius is like a standout. Like that dude is a future like main eventer for like how I always say uh, it's only a matter of time until Montez Ford is WWE champion. Yeah, like I could say this, like I kind of get the same energy from Julius Creed. Um, Like, and they've been just a ton of fun to watch, like evolve and grow this past year. So I wanted to give a I I just wanted to give them a a shout out there. But yeah, the the acclaimed, obviously just coming into themselves, fucking killing it. Uh, The Usos are the Usos. They're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And then FTR, same thing. Just the year and the year that they had specifically, like those matches with the Briscoes um it's crazy that the briscoes aren't on on either of our list but it's just kind of like implied but to me part of it that hurt like the reason that the briscoes aren't on there is because like the only matches i could tell you about for the briscoes were against ftr
1: yeah i think they won the gcw tag titles or they were the gcw tag team champions at some point in 2022
0: yeah because they they lost they beat they beat someone at the hammerstein show in that super rushed main event yes No, they lost the titles at the Hammerstein. So they had
1: them going into 2022. Yeah, because they
0: lost them to, I think they lost them to Gage and um, Tremont.
1: Yes, yes, you're right, yeah. Um, But that being said, like, anytime the Briscoes were on TV in 2022, they were great. Like, not saying they weren't great off TV, I'm just saying anytime I saw them, they had great matches. But, like, FTR as a whole, like, if you were to say who's your number one of the year, it's FTR. Um, The matches they had with the diverse talent that they worked with, just, like, they just killed it. Um, Mm. The only bad match I can remember FTR having was because CM Punk broke his foot. And that wasn't even a bad match. It was just like, oh, shit went sideways. Like, and, like, Dax in particular, like, goddamn, they had a year. They had, like, my, I literally spent, like, $100 making their own gear from the tournament. Like the sh- like they've had probably one of the more important tag team wrestling years that any team's had in a while. And that's yeah. with the Usos doing the shit that they did. I still think with what the- FTR did um had a more impressive year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um let's see feud and story. Feud or story, I guess. All right, I'm going to let you um, go first with this one. This one, I feel like it was there was really two big contenders. Like I have one, two, three. I have five. I have six. Okay. Um, and but the two like there, it, there's tiers to it. There's S tier and then A tier and like below. Okay. Like S tier and everything else, and the first one being obviously Roman Reigns in the Bloodline and Sami Zayn.
1: Yep, I have Bloodline development a story.
0: It, it, it it feels like on the one hand, it's like, I almost don't want to include the Sammy Zayn part. I just want to do the bloodline part, but because we haven't gotten that conclusion yet, but oh my God, every time the, why are you wearing that shirt?
1: Mm, It's so good.
0: Jay, take that shirt off of him. Jay, like just. I got you a new one. The, oh, it's. Goddamn, man. Like, it's so good everyone is playing their part so perfectly yeah you get the introduction of solo in there and he like immediately kind of takes sammy's side
1: yeah also over the way they've been booking solo makes me so happy because like mm-hmm. he's like they're not saying be umaga but they're letting him really like be that kind of samoa and like the way that umaga wrestles and the way that like yokozuna kind of wrestled in that kind of style of just bigger guy but just fast as balls they're just letting solo do it
0: and i love that they're letting him kind of do that and they've given him the enforcer role yeah without him being like seven foot tall yeah like he isn't any bigger
1: than roman no i'm gonna look it up really quick because you're you're absolutely right he is a believable enforcer and i think and again look who my tag chain like look who my tag partner is I am a fan of a fucking pit bull wrestler, a, a, a just yeah. a little stocky brick shit house. Oh man, I I dig Solo Sokoa so much.
0: Yeah, he's 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 been doing great. Everyone is doing their roles great. Like Jimmy trying to play, he's peace, peacekeeper. Jay hating Sammy until Solo you know, Sakoa <laughs> is six two. Never mind.
1: Do what Solo Sakoa is six two. Never mind. I did was, you think he was. I thought he was like five eleven. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, he's, he, I mean, he's tall, like he's a bigger dude, but he's not like typically when someone is as dominant and is like threateningly presented in WWE, it's because they are like, they're built like Brock Lesnar or the great Kali or Umaga. Like he isn't someone who's like larger than life.
1: Yeah. He's larger than average life. But he's yeah. not larger than life. Yes, I get what you're saying. No, it was just one of those, yeah. like, I assumed that, like, he was, like, 5'10". Because Roman's, like, 6'2", 6'3". And mm-hmm. I don't know why I was just in my head. And I've, like, seen them all together. I don't know why I put him at, like, a Chris Jericho height. But I did. Yeah. And I was yeah. very wrong. But no, like, you're absolutely right. Bloodline is... I just put Bloodline Development because I couldn't pin one thing. Because yeah. I I also almost put Sami Zayn's just 2022, But I did that for someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that for Moxley's 2022, which kind of ties into the promo because Mm -hmm. the year that like, I'm talking about, um, FTR and the year they had the people they like were wrestling with, like Moxley had a hell, like started with hangman, um, ended with hangman almost, uh, Tanahashi was in there. CM Punk was in there just like bleeding all over the place all the time because someone needs to be Ric Flair, I guess. I don't know. But like, I absolutely adored everything Moxley touched this year. Um, And then, yeah, I have Briscoe's and FTR as my feud of the year.
0: Yeah, that's that's not wrong. It's a it's a good one. Um, I also had I had Punk and MJF because reasons that I said before, just like it was incredibly well done. Um, I had acclaimed and swerved in our and swerve in our glory because just, you know, that. The one thing that kind of hurt it for me was the, 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 I can't think of the right word, the disconnect between Swerve and Lee. Yeah. Like that tension that they, that kind of ultimately ended up where Swerve walked out or where Lee walked out on Swerve and that's what led to them losing that match. Like, I didn't love that, but just they, both parties played, both teams played their role perfectly. Yeah, like we got kind of the introduction of unhinged swerve, which I can't wait to see more. Of. Oh, it's I you hate know,
1: the Mogul Enterprises, but I love uh, swerve. I saw someone
0: call the dude who they I don't think they've named him yet, but he used to be the baseball player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tatatouille. <laughs> uh, I that love, got a good chuckle. out of. I me. love
1: the Internet sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved that. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. strictly because like if we had a moment of the year category mine hands down would be eddie kingston covered in not just his blood carrying the gas can (laughs) down to the ring looking like trevor from
1: gta 5
0: (laughs) yeah like that is an that is a all-time iconic wrestling image you know and you will never be able to convince me otherwise
1: if jazz wears just like if Jeremy Padar was like okay i'm gonna spend a couple like i'm gonna spend like fifty thousand dollars to get that shirt on an action figure, that's your next blood and guts. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it would be expensive as shit because you, you'd have to get the Yankee shirt. I don't want, or get me a white Eddie Kingston shirt that they can stain that orange color that it ended up being at the end. But like, it really does need to be that Yankee shirt. Yeah, and just the the level of uh, I and we're not. I'm not a big blood person. Neither are you. But that was a that was a visual oh so is it just unhinged. and, Dan- and danielson it. being like why the fuck are you dousing me with gasoline
0: <laughs> right and it costing them the oh yeah uh, loved it um i also had uh miro versus house of black just because of those promos the lighting the way that they like hid the half of his face yeah that malachi had sprayed the pagans that like the pagans so good and then uh we talked about it earlier but i had Rey mysterio and Don- dominic slash judgment day and the, the saving grace on this is I almost didn't include this on here just because, like, certain feuds I feel like I could have put on here, but they both, they they had the same problem of, like, AEW and WWE both of dragging out. Yeah. Like, and I get that there's, like, the the Jungle Boy Christian feud and Christian getting injured, like, stuff like that happens. But, man, the fucking Judgment Day, Edge, and AJ Style, like, all of that, like, some of that just went way too long. But the Ray and Dominic specifically aspect of it, entirely because of Dominic bringing Ripley home for Thanksgiving and then for Christmas.
1: <laughs> Mom slapped mommy. I hope that's my dying thought. I
0: won't make it in prison.
1: <laughs> Just. <laughs> He's, oh, it's so. It's good. so. I thought about it a couple days ago. That's what I. That's what I wanted the Jason Jordan Kurt Angle story to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They were like, shit. Jordan got hurt, and we'll never have all this comedic go. <gasps> Dominic Mysterio. Do we have a golden ticket for you, buddy?
0: Yeah. So, and it's it's been fantastic.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's been it's been so good.
0: Um let's see let's do so men's wrestler of the year or again we're not these aren't like awards it's just kind of like people that stood out to us um i have a lot of
1: these you you want to do men's have, before women's yeah we can okay i'm just i'm saying i'm looking at my list i have it in a totally different order that you do i should probably get rid of the things that we've already touched on because yeah, i'm gonna fine. get I confused. Have one
0: two three four five six seven i have eight
1: men's wrestler on of my, the years? yeah okay cool just
0: people of like standing out which again like yours are probably going to be on mine (laughs) oh it it definitely is is.
1: i have four never mind oh no i have three no i have four i have four okay yeah who are your four moxley the shield and mjf
0: (laughs) i actually don't have mjf or seth rollins on mine really yeah um not to say that either of them are bad um, there, so here's the, re- th- this is a bullshit reason that I don't have Rollins on mine. And like, you can call me a hypocrite or whatever, but it's like, it's the, it's the PWI reason.
1: Like the kayfabe reason?
0: Yeah. And it's because, uh. Who'd he like, beat? His care exactly. Fucking no one. Yeah. Riddle, sometimes. But like, he lost to Cody Rhodes. He went 3-0 against Cody Rhodes, and the third time, the dude had one arm. He went 0-3. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he went 0-3. And the last time dude only had one titty
1: only had a titty. So,
0: uh, but that said, I've been wildly entertained by Rollins. Uh, And it's the same kind of thing with like MJF MJF, the whole, like I, I couldn't put him on there because like the between the bullshit about him, no showing the thing and that Wardlow match. And then into the devil himself reveal, I thought was super weak and the, the build for that. To me, sucked. Like I hate we. I if you've listened to that those episodes where I rant about the firm and what the fuck is going on. Yeah, like how it makes no sense. It's the same thing with like story or feud of the year. Like I could have put Blackpool Combat Club and Jericho Appreciation Society, but I didn't because those it lasted for fucking ever. Yeah, it was like the only thing that Blackpool Combat Club even did was Jericho Appreciation Society stuff. So it just like. It, I so I sorry that's that's why I didn't have MJF on mine, and that's why and again, like Rollins probably should be on mine, but that was an oversight.
1: Yeah. I just loved all of Rollins' work, and then I was like, I was looking, I was like, God damn, it's the shield. It's they're <laughs> it's just the shield. They're they They run wrestling. They yeah. And like totally different ways. Uh I think out of the three, Moxley's probably done my favorite work this year. Just because it's been Moxley. Like Yeah. But I love the people that are just like, I don't get what Rollins is doing. And I'm like, I don't think anybody does. And I think that's why I like it. I think it's just weird. But re- like, but he's still wrestling Seth Rollins matches, which are really good. Didn't we start the year with, he won't let me let go? Like, didn't we start? That was Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. We started with Fun, him yeah. versus Roman. And he Roman is choking his ass out. And they're like, you gotta let go. It's like, he won't let me. Like, mm-hmm. he's he lost every match minus like one to Riddle or one or two to Riddle. He, and- he
0: came out, he came out against Roman in the doing the shield entrance, to doing in shield gear. Yeah, he came out to wrestle Cody Rhodes in polka dots. Yeah, the dude is a menace.
1: Yeah, and just like it's the only thing I didn't like that Rollins did was the extended. Who is his opponent gonna be at WrestleMania? That was the only thing I didn't like that he did all year. And then yeah, uh, MJF had the the dog collar match. He had the like. I think he finally, like, MJF has always been very confident in himself, or at least it seems like it. Like, he understands who that character is. But I feel, mm-hmm. feel like 2022, even taking away the whole Vegas thing, like, he he reached a new level of understanding himself and what he needed to do as a, as a performer and really, like, went to the stars with it. Um, and then, yeah, no, Reigns, like, he is the king of making me think he's going to lose. And then not. Like, I love mm-hmm. him uh and again we've always been very pro reigns but like the last year and a half because like the beginning of his title reign the super long title reign was like it was a little shaky we had the match with owens and the cuffs and we were like all right when are they gonna let go of this project and then they balor, just balor, balor
0: having the turnbuckle collapse
1: yeah and then him humping the ground to turn into like the super demon i don't know and then <laughs> no. um like, it was, it was weak, but once, like, once they, like, we realized that they were gonna let this go, and let this be a thing, and then we got, like, Main Event J out of it, and shit like that, and, mm-hmm. like, how good everything Reigns has done recently, like, he made me enjoy uh, a Logan Paul match, not saying that Logan Paul is trash, but, like, fuck, that was a fun match, like, that mm-hmm. was a lot, that was a very enjoyable, I was very sports entertained that night, um... But yeah, uh, those are my those are my guy those are my men's wrestlers of the year the Shield and MJF. Yeah, I think <sighs>
0: Moxley is probably my number one just because of like the workhorse nature of the year that he had. Dude
1: was supposed to take a vacation Dude. and then brawl out happened and he was like, "I got it. Let me just put this yeah. on my back again."
0: Like yeah, I wish he wouldn't fucking geyser himself every time there's a light breeze, but that's a kind of mild complaint. But Ric Flair had his um, last match
1: this year and someone had to carry the torch, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> I
0: honorable like one of these is kind of more of an honorable mention or anything, and it's like I fully expect him to be prominently on both of our lists this year. Um and that's um Kenesuke Takeshita. Takeshta.
1: Oh yeah, yeah yeah.
0: I know I said his first name wrong, I just butchered that. But Takeshta like fucking bre- if we were doing like a breakout star yeah thing, like number one with a bullet.
1: Yeah. I I thought you were about to say Sami Zayn, and I was like, "Yes, we're gonna like we're gonna do most entertain." I almost put who entertained me the most this year. That was the category that I was gonna make, and I was gonna say Sami Zayn, only so I could say Dominic Mysterio in 2023. Yeah, I mean, you can you
0: can retroactively do it. All right, uh, most entertaining
1: Um, this year, Sami Zayn. (laughs)
0: Uh, I also have Sami as my in my on my list. Just like you know, it's it's one of those things where can I point at a specific like in ring performance? like you can with like John Moxley or like another name on my list, my list, Dax Harwood, mm-hmm. not necessarily, but just the, the promos, the segments, the facial uh, expressions. I could argue
1: that. I like, think, I think his, um, WrestleMania match being what it was. Yeah, I mean, and then, uh, his work at, uh, Hell in the, or not Hell in the Cell. Uh, War uh Games. thank you. Yeah. Like he had like, yeah. now were they super like, Fucking technical wrestling, no, but like those two were probably two of the more memorable moments of like the ending of War Games and just that whole like he made that jackass match really mean something.
0: Yeah, and and like and like I said, he's on my list. Like yeah. I have him because I want there. I'm talking more of like when you look at like you know John Mox, Eddie King, when you look at another person on my list here, Eddie Kingston versus Junakiyama. Ooh. Eddie Kingston versus Ishi, you like. You can go down the list of matches that these guys have had. Dax Harwood versus CM Punk. Yeah. You know, you can go down individual matches and think of a ton. Like, that was a fantastic match. Sami Zayn has a few of those. Yeah. But, like, not like... And that's just kind of why I'm qualifying it there. Um, so, Moxley, Kingston, Zayn, Dax Hardwood. Um, Another honorable mention, really, just because I didn't see a ton of his stuff. But, every, uh, or really, either of these guys. Um, but, like, I know... It, I need to go out of my way to watch the matches that I've missed just because I've heard such good things from people like Dylan and just like the internet in general. Um, but Josh Alexander, uh, impact champion and speedball, Mike Bailey. I was going to say, you're going to say speedball, like, aren't you? <laughs> like Bailey had a fucking phenomenal year. Yeah.
1: He's, he's the current X division. Yeah.
0: I think he's lost it. Oh,
1: well but I can't, I, he had the I'd X division off, champion for a while. I'd,
0: it bums me out because I haven't been Alexander still has the world title because he's defending against bully Ray yes. um, tomorrow. So I, but like I've, I, I haven't been keeping up with impact as much as I would have liked to because they're hard. I think it's hard to kill is tomorrow night. And that's got like Nikki, J, Mickey James versus Jordan grace. Yeah. Um. It's got uh, Alexander versus bully Ray. There is a, the MC- motor city machine guns are defending in a multi-match like multi-team match but i'm blanking on the other teams in there but like so they've got a show tomorrow but th- those are two guys that's like i need to go out of my way to like watch more of their stuff because like the few times i've seen josh alexander live like holy shit
1: he's so good he
0: is phenomenal and it's the same thing with like i've never seen mike bailey live but he really kind of had a blow up this year yeah
1: he's a he's a highlight reel like that dude's yeah. really good um, absolutely and I then, yeah, Roman, I still have Roman Reigns on there too. Yeah, I have women's wrestler and match of the year, and that's all I got until action figures. By the way,
0: yeah, that, we we were gonna close out on action figures. No, no,
1: I do. I just I'm I'm keeping myself. Uh,
0: oh, gotcha. Yeah, organized. Yeah. Um, so then we'll go into women's wrestler of the year again. I have several, and I'm willing to bet that yours and I mine will overlap. Although the men's wrestler of the year kind of there was
1: it was it wasn't was exact some overlap. differences. Yeah, yeah, it was a little different. Yeah. Huh.
0: Um, I'm going to go on a wild limb and say that you had Bianca Belair. Yep. Yep. Got it. I mean, how can you not?
1: The last two years, she, I mean, she's always been solid, but again, talking about like, she will be the face of women's wrestling for WWE for the next six years. Yep. Uh, because, yep. And you need that whenever you've had the four horsewomen as long as you mm-hmm. did. And like, they never really felt like, aside from Alexa Bliss sometimes, but that was a different character. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we haven't had that strong pillar wrestler that WWE was actually going to take seriously.
0: Yeah. And she also Alexa bliss also kind of like was on the periphery of the four horsewomen, mm-hmm. like same NXT class, if you will. Yeah.
1: Um, she was in that triple H WrestleMania 30 entrance with uh banks and Charlotte. Charlotte.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, she's always kind of been associated. Whereas Bianca Belair is from like an, almost like a new generation. Yeah. For lack of a better phrase of doing it. Um, speaking of Four Horsewomen, the next person on my list was Becky Lynch. Yep. Because, goddamn, the the payoff with Bel Air that we were both, I know, terrified wasn't going to happen.
1: Happened. And it was such a great match. Did,
0: and then the SummerSlam match that they had where Damage Control came out, like debuted, Bailey returned from injury, and then uh, we got Io Sky and Dakota Kai coming back, like, that was a great moment. We're getting kind of the the man back yeah. now as well. So, like, I'm super on board uh, with that.
1: But don't get me wrong. I'm going to miss weird-ass Becky Lynch. like
0: Oh, yeah. She was fun. Like, yeah. it was oh, oh, another one that it was, like, very entertaining.
1: Yeah. Um, big
0: time. I, I dug the big-time big be- back. Yeah.
1: It's one of those things. Then, now, forever, she'll always be at my top women. Like, I, she is so good. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying she's the best wrestler that they have uh, women's wise. But, man, she's the most entertaining. Yeah. She's the one that'll guarantee that I'll watch the match. Like that will at oh, least yeah. have me invested. Um, and same thing yeah. with Bel Air. Like uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion is a thing that's going on right now. And I'm like, well, at least they got it off the one.
0: It's. I mean, I'm not, I <laughs> am nowhere near. I like Hunter kind of made a comment about like, oh man, you know, Vince decisions kind of still having a holdover effect. And I was like, I don't see a single negative of Charlotte Flair beating Ronda Rousey. For no, I
1: season. just, I, yeah, it's one of those that I'm just like, oh man, it's the biggie thing. Of, She's gonna be the thirty second time world champion by the time we get to sixteen. Like whenever the new day was yeah. on their streak, it was like God. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's not fucking wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Big easy in the future.
0: How many do you have in your on your list?
1: Three. You Three. haven't said What's my third, third one yet, Tony Storm.
0: What? Well, yeah, because I've only said two.
1: All, all right, Dang smart <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, Tony Storm was my third.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have her on mine. I probably should have. I think the reason I didn't is because, like, she kind of got screwed with her reign. Yeah. Like, she was putting... She was consistently putting on really great matches. But everything they
1: put around her was weird with Thunder Rosa and shit.
0: Yeah, and by the time that they finally pulled the trigger on her, the crowd had kind of already moved on. They'd kind of given up, it felt like.
1: And then gave it to And they had
0: already moved on to Jamie Hayter, who is on my list. And, like, I'm not... In love with what they're doing with her, like because she still kind of feels like she's playing
1: second fiddle to Brit Baker. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, which I, I, th- I have to think that's because there's going to be a payoff.
1: Yeah, it's weird. You're but, right, but
0: yeah. um, Hikaru Shida's is on my list for this kind of as the same New Day reason of just like AW introduced me to her, and I just am like, no, she's fucking it. Like,
1: uh, she turned her back on Tony Storm last night.
0: But it was an accident she didn't mean for hater and brit to get the kendo, kendo stick, stick that
1: she initially threw at them yeah i get it <laughs> yeah. uh no it was an accident it was an accident so i'm, oh, I'm actually Sheeta super so excited to see
0: heel cheetah yeah i am very on board like that those and her versus tony storm especially when it's not a face face dynamic if it's a if we get a just a heel face those matches are gonna fucking rule
1: yeah big time
0: um let's see I had Jade Cargill, again, just because, like, she's, at this point, she's undeniable.
1: So good. It was so, just, so much fun to watch. She's getting better I'm, every time she gets in the ring, which is fucking insane. Somehow. Like, yeah.
0: I don't dig the, like, complete lack of just kind of story that's going on with, like, the baddie breakup.
1: Yeah, that's weird. But
0: I kind of want to think that, you know, we'll, we'll get some, you know, if we get a focus on Kara Hogan, like, very easy, could be, like, that's a name that could be on next year's
1: also, yes. that could be a feud of the, the year too, if they yeah, really drag that if out.
0: If it's done correctly. Yeah. Um, Jamie Hayter, Hakarshita, Rhea Ripley, just because of like Cause, she's cause the, mommy. the Judgment yeah. Day stuff. Ever since she joined Judgment Day, like I've been way more invested in her because I think she works better as a heel. Yes. Um, and then you and then add in the Dominic Mysterio shenanigans with, with mommy. <laughs> fucking A plus. <laughs> and then last one on my uh list is someone whose name i had written down before the bullshit happened mandy rose oh yeah just a fucking incredible championship reign really really improved like put in the work was having really great matches for as someone who like kind of was pigeonholed as like the eye candy you know type who didn't get that same level of respect as like the other you know women on the roster but, like, showed up to NXT, put together a fucking killer faction, and then, like, had a killer reign and just completely had the world taken out from underneath her. Uh, she's a millionaire. about to say, moment. I was like,
1: I don't know. Like, yes, did she lose the job that she's probably... Herself to, yes.
0: yeah, she's crying herself to sleep on a giant pile of money. So, I mean, it's hard to feel too bad for her. But she did, yeah, she ended up...
1: She got, she got that million by Christmas. So, like, I mean, if there's a time to get a million dollars right before Christmas, that hits pretty yeah. hard. Um, but
0: still, elevator, elevator. She got the shaft.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think she ended up winning PWI's Most Improved, which, like, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So good for her on that. Um, and, yeah, and, and, like, and we'll go back to it from a couple weeks ago when we had our... I think it was our last show. You know what? Good for her. Because you know what she's not doing right now to earn a million dollars? Not throwing herself on the ground. So, fuck, who's really winning? She might be the Women's Wrestler of the Year. She figured it out.
0: <laughs> You're not yeah. um so then that leaves match of the year before we get into uh figure and, and set i so i i i probably should have told you this ahead of time because i feel bad because like you were trying to be respectful of people's time and like limited yourself i didn't so i have two separate categories of wwe and aew
1: i wish you would because sp- like i would have done the same you yeah dickhead <laughs> Well, I told
0: you, you didn't have to like limit yourself. Yeah, but you, you could limit yourself.
1: Yeah, but you. Okay. All right. We're going to agree to disagree, but you're a bitch. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I only have four, uh, and I think one of them is going to throw you off a little bit, but it was super entertaining for me. Um, and you'll know which one it is whenever you hear the, the other ones. So the first <laughs> one I have is uh swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed one at all out. We had already talked about yep. that match. God Damn. Uh, that was my,
0: that was my number one from, uh, AW. A, that was the first one I put on my AW list.
1: Yeah. Um, FTR versus the Briscoes too. Uh, that I loved that match. I didn't know if I was going to enjoy a tag team match like that. Um, mm-hmm. I should have realized I was, I mean, I did, I knew it was going to rock, but like whenever you hear a stipulation like that, um, it could get dicey with four individuals. Nah, it rocked. Did they take some bumps that they probably didn't have to take? Yeah. But did it rock? Yeah. Uh, Are you talking about the dog collar match or the, No, 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 go back uh, and two watch the three calls. The two out of three falls. Go back okay. and watch it. Like, no, no, I yeah. I
0: just I, I you're right. It was just the way you described it like it was how <laughs> I was describing the like dog collar match. No, what like, what we're getting what you at Aces is could apply to both.
1: Yes, what we're getting at Aces, that's kind of their thing when they wrestle each other. Um yeah. the the kind of oddball out, um Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet at Worlds Collide. Okay. That match Fucking ruled. And I'm not the Mm -hmm. person being like, we need less gymnastics in professional wrestling. Uh, Because here's the thing. I know it's a work. So if you can tell a good story, great. But if you can also just make me not understand how a human body can do the shit that those two can do, that's almost more impressive to me. And still be Mm -hmm. able to walk afterwards. They did a... To this day, I will never figure out the double down of a double cross body that they both springboarded into and still somehow met in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Like, and that's all I have to say. They did a double down where they did a double cross body, which is very common, but they decided that they were going to springboard into the middle and they met perfectly in the middle and it was holy balls. Like God diggity damn. That was awesome um so yeah was, that was, was so good yeah that was my like that was the one match that I whenever I typed out I was like I know Asa won't have this yep um and then my match of the year and like I didn't do that in an order at all those first three are kind of I would probably put Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet at the bottom of that list of my favorite but my last one is my favorite match of the year and it was mm-hmm. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch because I think it took yep. I think it was the um Last Jedi to Sky uh, Rise of Skywalker for me, where I really loved Rise of Skywalker and that made me like Les Jedi more. I think this made me like everything prior that they did more. Like even the SummerSlam that it was the 19 second match that we were like, what the shit?
0: Like yeah.
1: that Matt like that bet like that WrestleMania match made me like it put the perfect bow on that whole story. And I think that's why it's my match of the year. Because it it was also
0: kind of a, a moment of just like it put a it put a nice finale or it, it gave us a feel good moment from a company that you are. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. You know, sometimes the easy answer is just make wrestling fans happy. And we're getting that a lot more now. Like one, AEW is better about doing it in general. Yeah. But also like more recently with the the new regime at WWE, mm. it's happening more as well. But like at the time, it was not guaranteed. And we were just like, "Oh my God, what are they gonna do?" So yeah, one hundred percent. No, three of those four were on my list.
1: Oh um, yeah, I cheated
0: again because I did FTR versus Briscoes. Just that's a in ring general.
1: Oh, that's that's a Ring of Honor match that breaks your rule.
0: Yeah, no, that's just <laughs> as a like I could I didn't really because again I I probably liked the two out of three falls one a lot more than the dog collar one just because of the, it didn't involve even the goddamn referee bleeding, but. I understand that, like, what they did was an accomplishment. Yeah. A tag team dog collar match, the logistics of it in general, like, are fucking wild. Do, the bumps that they took were even wilder. Do, do you so want to know? I just, like, do, I respect it. Do
1: you know the only other tag team dog collar match I can think of off the top of my head? What's that? It's from uh, WCW Bash at the Beach 96. Now, obviously, this was not as good of a match. But it was Public Enemy versus, um, so Rock, Rock and... Oh, I can't think of it. Johnny Grunge versus uh, the Nasty Boys. Hmm. It was... That match was a train wreck. But I think that they knew it was going to be a train wreck. Um, FTR versus Briscoes in that dog collar match was... It was insane. Um, but yeah, no, that two out of three falls match for me was the... That was beautiful. It, I, I that's, loved yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it's it's the one that it was just like, oh shit. Because like, it's like, I knew the FTR was good, but like... There's just something about the Briscoes that I haven't been able to, like, super get behind. And Mm -hmm. so, but it was one of those things that was just like, oh, no, yeah, they are, like, legit one of the best tag teams. Yeah, and they have been for, like, the last,
1: like, ten years. Like, they've just been, for better or for worse, have been not on TV as much because of reasons. Um, Right. But, yeah, no, that two out of three falls match, like, anytime they had a match, it was insane. But that match in particular was, it was so good.
0: Uh, the other ones that I had for WWE, cause you talked about Bianca versus Becky. I had that one on there. Um, I had new day versus pretty deadly from deadline, Mm -hmm. uh, the same day that the dog collar match was, it was just like, okay, you have two fucking incredible tag team matches on two wildly different ends of the spectrum of great matches. Yeah. So I just, I adored that match. Plus it was like the new day one. So my little heart just grew two sizes that day. Uh, that was them getting the triple crown, the quadruple crown, yeah. if you will. Um, I still think I, I, I have to think that they're doing something intentionally with the way Booker T talks about the New Day. Yeah, I don't know if we are getting Booker uh, New Day versus Harlem Heat at WrestleMania or
1: before WrestleMania or whatever like their but takeover like, is. I need
0: to see Kofi or Woods get their hands on Booker T because like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just like he's he makes me enjoy the product less. <laughs> like
1: Which is gonna make it if they do get their hands on you on him enjoy the product more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Um other WWE matches for the year that I had. Um I put even though like I don't approve Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. Ooh, yeah. Like, it was a it was a very good match. You know, afterwards finding out that like he was told by doctors that he couldn't do any additional damage. <laughs> That's like, such
1: a bad reason, you're as, though.
0: You're as fucked as as fucked as gonna get. Like, so go for it. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel a little bit better. You're right, it is a terrible reason. But like that was a like that was a generational moment. Yeah. Of Cody taking off the jacket and you seeing that fucking hematoma just like goddamn. And then the match itself was also fucking awesome, even though Rollins couldn't beat a one-armed motherfucker.
1: Um, they won't do it because it's Mattel, and that's not the way they do things. But if that mm-hmm. was an AEW match, 10 bucks, a figure would come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, with, oh, yeah, with the most photorealistic titty brews of all time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, that was... I'd, Because, see, I think my issue with that match is I don't even think that was their best match. I think it had the best moment. And I think that's why people put it in such high regard. Because, like... Mm-hmm. There Was it Extreme Rules? Their second match, I think, was my favorite one they did. Unfortunately, that one was eclipsed by the return of Cody Rhodes and mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes' injury. So it's kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the three. Like, all three are great matches. My favorite one was the second one. But yeah, yeah. no, you're right. That Hell in the Cell match was... Also, like, I think it Very helped good. that we were all cringing through it because we were like, please don't, like, just not have Stop. an arm. Yeah.
0: Right. I'm gonna j- I'm gonna stab you in the chest in the t- in the chest with a kendo stick. And also, off.
1: good on Rollins for not killing him, like by yeah. accident. Like,
0: well, I mean, if you <laughs> he's one of the most dangerous people to ever step foot in a ring, so it's a miracle that Cody Rhodes didn't die. Well, there's
1: one person more dangerous than him, Goldberg. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I also had the men's War Games uh match in there, and that was almost exclusively for the last like five minutes. Yeah, you know, uh. Roman sitting in the in the cage was fantastic. The the dynamic of Sammy and Jay playing out playing throughout, um and then yeah, the the finish where he stops the referee from counting the three on Roman. He he takes out Kevin, he sets up Jay to get the pin, like the the after the celebration after with Jay and Sammy just like ten out of fucking ten. Yeah, man. Like that is that is emotion. And that's one of the things that I kind of wanted to talk about on when we were talking about wrestler of the year with Roman, is it's like, I like that wrestling has evolved to the point of the biggest bad guy is no longer a Satanist kidnapping people or driving off with someone's dead father in a
1: casket
0: or setting people on fire.
1: Are we going to act like Big Boss Man the, was a top guy?
0: Uh, That was a championship feud. Eventually <laughs> and technically. So...
1: No, no offense to so, Big Boss Man, but... So he, Jesus Christ!
0: But, like... But now, it's like, no. He's basically an abusive boyfriend.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: he's... We've been like, you know what? We've done everything we can physically to each other. So now we're going after, like, emotional and psychological attacks. And it's just so great. And this was such a <laughs> oh, it's, that's it's, so it's I love it. I yeah, right? Cuz like it is. But it's also the we've agreed on multiple occasions it's the most entertaining thing in wrestling this year. Yeah. Besides um, the
1: besides Blackpool Combat Club which are just the physically abusive boyfriend. Yeah.
0: Exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> It's Why like, are we like he doesn't, this? He doesn't
0: cut. He doesn't cut me with a knife, but sometimes he tells me I don't look good in my outfit, so <laughs> I, just, I don't eat as much. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like how are we getting both? And the and the physically abusive ones aren't even bad guys. No, they're the ones they're the good guys. They're the ones we cheer for.
1: That's yeah, and it's only because the bad guys just want to be entertaining.
0: Jesus, <laughs> what is wrong with us? Oh, hey! Remember when everyone should boo Jeff Hart or boo CM Punk for being sober? (laughs) Oh God! Um, my favorite match from WWE though this year was Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash of Castle. (coughs) Yeah, yeah, that was good. Fucking it! Like even though that, uh, like I, I've talked about it before. I don't love those super like strong style, just fuck them up matches. When it's two people that very clearly are into it, like that makes me into it.
1: Yeah. Like, well, and that's what makes match that's what had. makes the Eddie Kingston Japanese sagas yeah. great because that's how they all work. And Eddie Kingston, I think, like, I'm pretty sure that's the only way he can get a wreck nowadays. Like, so that's how that's his jam is just fucking hitting motherfuckers. I it never, isn't. I never want to wrestle Eddie Kingston.
0: I don't think that's going to be a problem, my, my dog. No, I'm
1: just saying, uh. I don't, I don't want to. Well, all right, if it ever happens, I want this exact recording <laughs> saved. Um. But yeah, no, like he, they, oh yeah, but no, you're right, Gunter and uh, Sheamus, Sheamus, Ooh. and the,
0: and also because it was like the Clash of the Castle, like the crowd was super into it, which pumped it up. Like that's part of the reason that you know, Swerve versus Acclaimed was so great. Was that Chicago crowd it all out? Mm-hmm. Just oh, so good. Uh, my AEW matches, I had also had uh, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page, um, from Dynamite. That one hour, like yeah. Just holy hell. Um, I did have Sheeta versus Hater because that one just like that was another one that stood out to me of just like, oh yeah, because that was one of Sheeta's first matches back too. Yeah. Like she hadn't been back from um, with AEW for a while. And then the last match that I had from AEW, I think my favorite, I will say like if we're ranking this one, Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory 1 was probably my favorite match of the year Mm -hmm. AEW had. Um, And then this last one is because I was there to see it live. But the dynamite in St. Louis, Dax Harwood versus Will Osprey. Yeah, that was a like super that match fun. ruled. Yeah, like I just I had such a friggin' blast watching that. Also, honorable mention to uh the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Young Bucks.
1: Oh, the latter match. Yeah, yeah, the latter match was real good. That was but a lot better than the were... latter match we had last night. I just I saw 15 minutes on the like my phone last night and I was watching dynamite mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, we're just now starting a ladder match. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was exactly like it was great. But I did like the uh, Lucha uh, the Jurassic Express versus Bucks one. That was a really good ladder match.
0: Yeah. So, and then the final category for our favorite stuff, um, our favorite things in wrestling for the year of twenty twenty two is favorite action figures slash playset slash what collectible whatever. Because yep. um, I wasn't sure what you were limiting yourself to. And on my list, what I have written down is let Dalton talk. Uh, because I only really bought AEW figures this year and I'm so like, Dalton will know the ones that I liked the best because, so I'm just going to kind of like defer to him and let him be very happy about, cause I know there was a ton of stuff that you just adored I, this year.
1: I literally had to go back through, uh, my damn toys and Kyle Peterson's YouTube channels. Shout out to those two guys um to make sure that my list was as accurate as possible cuz it's sometimes like it's really hard to like figure out what you got when. Um I was listening right. to Major Wrestling Figure podcast there like year in review and Cardona was like there's figures from a year and a half ago that I still haven't opened. Now I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Now don't get me wrong, this is probably the most in of year I've bought that I haven't opened figures. But that's because I've gotten like I finally gotten into some high end shit. But um anyway, I limited it to I limited it myself, Ace. I made sure that this was a very clean and concise segment. I have this broken up into one, two, three, four, five categories of shit that I yes. collect. So I'm gonna yes. s- I'm gonna start with the uh, the lesser of the ones that people aren't gonna care about as much, uh, micro brawlers. Um, but my number one is pretty dope. So micro brawlers I get uh, every month with my pro wrestling crate. Uh, my five through three are going to be, uh, Jeff Jarrett, we got any great Jeff Jarrett, and I, lo- like, little micro brawler version, it's cute, Ultimo Dragon, I did not have a single Ultimo Dragon thing in my collection until they sent that to me, which, like, man, someone needs to get that IP, and I actually think, I think Boss Fight's making an Ultimo, and their Legends of Lucha Libre, I think, don't quote me on that, but I think, and, um, we got a flying Brian Pillman, and anytime I get Brian Pillman, um, Shit, I'm super excited as we found out at the Cape Girardeau toy show. I spent an absorbent amount of money for an 11 year old uh, elite. Um, yeah, and then my number one, or uh, well, I guess number one and two, uh, micro ballers of the year are the acclaimed. This is their rookie figures, mm-hmm. and they can scissor, as I'm doing on the video for Ace of the but yeah, they scissor, yeah. and it's super awesome. And like, if this is what we get out of their, um, unrivaled figures or the AEW figures like hell yes. Uh, so that's my micro brawlers of the year. Uh, I don't buy the brawlers separately except for the acclaimed because I think I was having a rough work week. I think that was the beginning of the school year. And I was just, I think I texted you I was like T- this week has been shit and they just dropped the acclaimed brawlers. I'm fucking buying them. And I think I got the Shida, um shop exclusive at the same time, but that's micro brawlers. Um, women's figures, uh, Sadie and I have amassed a very large women's collection to the point that I think, we have the biggest women's collection on anybody I know. I think again, I think the only person that has me beat is Kyle Peterson because he buys everything. Um right. but so it was a super awesome year for women's figures. My top five are uh, Blood and Guts, Britt Baker, uh Jade Cargill's Unmatched Figure, Shotzi Blackheart's Elite. That is my favorite women's figure of the year, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then we got Survivor Series Becky Lynch, uh, which was her in the Scarlet Witch gear, which that was that's a vibe. And then, uh, of Valkyrie's boss fight figure. That's the only boss fight figure I bought from. They're the ones that do the Lucha Libre things. And they're doing the MLW. They're the ones that are doing the MLW. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's who is... And if they're... Like, if you want to get an Alex Hammerstone or Jacob Fatou, um, there's shit's quality looking. I love the Taya Valkyrie. It's a little smaller than the normal scale we're used to, but the figures itself are top-notch. Uh, so the of Valkyrie women's figure was super awesome. Um... I'm going to go WWE Ultimate, although that's, like, a lot of people's, like, favorite wrestling line nowadays. It's not been going as long as Elites have. So, like, it's lesser, even though it's the more impressive to me. Like, I just, I don't know. Um, so, the Ultimates, uh, this was kind of a cheat code because I bought the exclusive New Generation ring. And we got the New Generation uh, commentator in WrestleMania 10 uh, double uh, Macho Man. Mm-hmm. and that figure rules. There's so much, like, if you have a full playset with that ring, and, like, you have that WrestleMania three events, like, you can have, res- you can have Macho Man Wrestling. They have the hat with the headset built in. You can have them commentating. Super fucking cool. Um, keeping Savage alive, we got NWO Savage. Uh, this one has the super sweet tongue-out head sculpt that, like, you can put the glasses in and look, he looks crazy. Uh, yeah, right here. See, this is a good thing about me having this table, because now I have all my action figures at the ready. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so... Yeah, the
0: the audio listeners are very appreciative. Yeah,
1: so the NWO Savage was super cool. Uh, Coliseum Collection Terry Funk, which was made to look like his LJN, that figure almost became my figure of the year. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because, like, I love Terry Funk. He's in the movie that I was named after, and also Terry Funk fucking rules. Um, Ultimate, the new Ultimate Brock Lesnar with the ponytail... Uh, is a really, really great Brock Lesnar. Um, that'll be like, I don't need another, I had a Brock figure from like 2015 or 16. I will not have to buy another Brock figure anytime soon. And I'm very excited about that. And then, um, my Amazon or the Amazon exclusive Shawn Michaels, uh, that's basically like 95. Shawn is gorgeous. It's hands down. Like I, that might be the wrestling figure of the year for me. Um, Really great head sculpts, great accessories. The cloth goods look real. Like, yeah, they don't look real real, but they don't look hokey, which is really cool. And, like, everything they did with that, uh, Shawn Michaels is great. Uh, I'm going to go with AEW, and this is the shit that you bought now. Um, <laughs> uh, my number five is going to be uh, the barbed wire deathmatch set with uh, Moxley and Omega. That set's cool, and now I can have Moxley in any match that he's in because it has the bloody head sculpt, and I can just plop that on anything. Yep. Um, I was able to get two chase figures this year and they made it onto my top five for AW and that would be, uh, chase Brody Lee from his unmatched set with the dark order. Um, I love that gear and like, I'm debating if I want to spend like $150 and just get every Brody Lee they ever make. Cause that's, I'm only missing the SDCC one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have the chase one and that's super fucking cool. It's in the black and purple, uh, which is such a dope ass combination. Um, I have the chase Ricky Starks as when he dro- dressed as uh, Darby Allen. Also, if I added a sixth, uh, his regular figure would also be in my top of AEW figures this year uh, because that figure rules. Like, they very much just shrunk Ricky Starks down for that. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs almost got figure of the year from AEW because, like, remember how I said Wardlow was my favorite AEW figure last year because yeah. they gave us stoic Wardlow and they gave a screaming Wardlow and you need nothing in between. Like you have the two Mm -hmm. versions. They did the same thing for Hobbs almost where you got looking mean and then looking somehow meaner. And -hmm. like, it's the perfect formula for Hobbs. Like that figure rules. The only reason that isn't my favorite AEW figure of the year is because for the first time in over 20 years, we got a actual action figure of Owen Hart. And that like, just, like, it's not what I wanted. I wanted Singlet. We all wanted Singlet. But the fact that I was able to... It's the same thing with CM Punk. The fact that I was able to go and buy an Owen Hart action figure and not pay Scalp, like, a secondhand price to it, it's just a new figure that came out. Now, was it more expensive than a normal one? Yes. But, like, it wasn't insane. And I was able just to buy an Owen Hart figure, and it made me really happy. And it's a super sweet figure. Like, it looks like Owen Hart. Um Their customizers are cracking the code. On uh, how mm-hmm. to get the perfect Owen Hart made, and once I figure out and get a little bit better at customizing, I'm sure I'll make that with one of the head sculpts. But those are my AEW, and then my bread and butter of my collection, the uh, WWE elites. I'll I'll quickly go through this. Uh, elite ninety one RVD, double jointed thumb or double jointed elbows and the thumbs, so you can point to him. Uh, Chainsaw Charlie, they made a fucking Chainsaw Charlie elite ASA, and it rocks. It rocks, it's, it yeah, rocks it's super cool. so fucking hard. Um, they w- did way too much work on it. They made it to, they could have been super lazy about that. And they didn't, um, someone at, Ma- someone
0: at Mattel clearly is like a big bill Terry
1: McKenna. Funk yeah. Fan. Yeah. Cause Bill it's bill McKenna because we got Coliseum collection and chainsaw Charlie in the same year. Mm. Um, yeah. this is a twofer, but you can go with either of these. And I think you're getting a quality figure. Um, cause I don't, this is the only modern person I have on my list. um, Either the Royal Rumble wave or Elite, 9, or Elite 89 uh, Damian Priest. Um, okay. Elite 89 is in his purple. Uh, whenever like he first debuted on main roster, that figure is gorgeous. I got that at the beginning of the year. And then his uh, Royal Rumble figure is him in the all white, which is almost like, I don't know if it's mold for mold, just a repaint of the purple. I have both of them. I can't tell you which one I'm going to get rid of. Because I try <laughs> not to keep both. Uh, I might just keep both. Fuck it. If they make a bad bunny, I can hang them, put the Royal Rumble one with them. Um, and then, yeah, my, oh, uh, I had to put this in here. It's not even a great figure, but I had to. Legend Series 14. We got fucking X-Pac and that rounded out our, uh, DX, DX army invasion. And that's like, I think though, all those figures came out this year, I think. Um, where we got like triple H, like we got the whole invasion angle, even Billy Gunn. No, Billy Gunn came out in 2021. He doesn't have double jointed arms, but like, fuck yeah. We got all the DRX army. Now, if we can get a playset with the fucking tank chef's kiss. Um, and then my elite of the year is the world rumble Vader. Uh, I think I've gushed to you about this figure multiple times about cuz like they sculpted the mask in so it's not an extra piece so it sits very like it's sculpted in it's very flush with it it is just Vader um shout out to Kevin from uh Attitude Era pro- podcast my favorite thing is a pro- in wrestling is a proper fat fuck doing a moonsault and that's why <laughs> i love vader um but yeah no so those were those were all my figures of the year there was a lot of cool shit we got um i think i think i got my raw ring i did because we ate We were eating at Texas Roadhouse when I was talking to you about it. We got the new Elite Scale rings with the new generation from the Carod Funder and then this Raw's War one. The rings were super fucking dope. Um, Like AEW was pumping out rings and we were getting refs and shit. Like it was a great year for wrestling figures. Um, Ultimate Roman Reigns didn't even get on my top 10 in that figure fucking rules. I'm looking at my shelf right now. Um, Like there was so much cool shit. Um Super sevens came out with uh, Myers and Cardona and I had to buy two Myers because Brian Myers is a sweetheart and went and randomly signed action figures. And I have a signed Brian Myers sitting behind me. So I had to buy another one lame, but uh, like it was a <laughs> super fucking cool year. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else uh, we got commentators for AEW shit. Every build a figure that like elites did rocked. We got like Dominic Mysterio as a kid, uh, Vince McMahon, Mean Gene um, and uh, Doc Hendricks like wrestling figures really just kind of popped off this year in the best I did really, way
0: i i did really like the uh the shivani and the excalibur and the taz coming out like that made me happy and jr jr is uh, a figure too yeah and, and the jr um you did kind of like i i love the Brody lee was awesome i love the evil uno
1: oh yeah and like evil uno yeah. didn't even make my top five and that figure fucking ruled
0: yeah i just i love that one um and also oh the, shit
1: uh Asa, Malachi Black had a figure come out in Supreme, and you could put the shorts or the trunks on them. Supremes yeah. came out this year. I'm not a big fan of the Supreme line as a whole, to be honest, yeah. but like they fucking came the out. Mal- <laughs> and the
0: Malachi Black one was good. It's that was the, another be- one that's I was the best say. one. And then uh, probably what is it? The last dance, first dance, punk first dance. Came or, yeah, it was the, the first dance. Yeah. First dance that came out with the uh, ice cream bar packaging.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get
0: it as someone who does someone who does the inbox stuff like that was a cool touch.
1: Did you get it? Yeah. Oh, I need to see it sometime.
0: Yeah, it's it's very way over there and it's kind of buried. But
1: yeah, Yeah. But yeah, like Malachi Black got a fucking figure and it rules like Mm -hmm. it was a great year. Also, uh, and we can we we don't have to end on this, but uh, Malachi Black on like his Instagram story showed off a uh, still of his unmatched figure. And I think, I think you're going to need the, I think you're going to need the Supreme because I don't think he's going to come with a regular head sculpt. I do have the Supreme. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, like, if you're like me and you open everything and you get the unmatched with it, if you don't want him to be an entrance gear, you're going to have to have the Supreme. I gotcha. That makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but yes, it it made sense to what I was saying. I just wish he wouldn't have a masked head. That's
0: obviously what I meant. Well, yeah, I'm just,
1: I'm aware, but yeah, hopefully we get, apparently, uh, Padauer talked about having Ring of Honor wrestling figure news soon. So like. This could be mm. my favorite. No, there's no way those figures are dropping this year. Or if they do, this will be my favorite year in action figures if we get Ring of Honor toys. I, well, I know you're you're mostly with like
0: your Ring of Honor stuff. You're mostly hoping for like classic Ring of Honor people. I'll
1: right? take. Oh no, I need a Wheeler Yuta really bad too. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, whatever I mean, they you come gotta out think with, he's
1: coming. Yeah, like you got to think that's coming.
0: So. But it was 2022. Was like we said at this at the top. It was a tremendous year for wrestling. There was so much stuff to love. Um, I'm sure we didn't talk about your favorite thing on something. So let us know what you loved about wrestling. Cause that's, that's what this is all about is just talking about wrestling and the stuff that we love. So that is going to do it though for the year, unless there's any like last minute things that popped into your head throughout that you want to throw out there. Um, that's going to do it for the end of year review slash best of slash our favorite things. From 2022, we will be back next week with uh, we will be talking about whatever updates there are in the whole Vince McMahon, WWE, WWE selling just nonsense that's going on Uh, more on. If there's more information on Mercedes money coming out, uh, anything else that happens in the world of wrestling, because dear Lord, like I said, we're only 12 days in and it's already been fucking wild. So. Buckle in, kids. It's going to be a fun year. And
1: Mandy Rose is a millionaire. Fuck yeah. yeah. (laughs) As she should be.
0: As she should be. You know what? I'm not a big Uh, fan
1: of millionaires as a whole, but the way she got it, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs)
0: Uh, Thank you to everybody for bearing with us here this week. Sorry we were a week behind what we thought we were going to be, but better late than never. And we are back for 2023. So if there's anything you want to see from us in the new year, like stuff that you wish we would talk about or anything like that. Let us know, uh, twitter.com slash nerdiest part. And yeah, let us know what your favorite things from 2022 were Cause we, we want to know, we want to hear it. Um, but that's going to do it for us. Thank you again. We appreciate you greatly. Uh, we will talk to you next week until then though, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And as always watch wrestling.